We're live. The last time this year, we're live. Hello. Welcome. I can do that for a while. To the Love Change Podcast. <clears throat> if you're tuning in, you care about change, you care about people who are honest about the nitty gritty, messy, dirty, 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 dirty process of change. Dirty process of change. <laughs> Ready to share taboo free most of the time. So we're gonna recap. <laughs> As we're reflecting, we're gonna have some confessions today. Yeah. yeah. About uh, of course <laughs> we're gonna we've been acting like it went well all this year, <laughs> while we have been failing miserably sometimes. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's what this episode is about: is reflecting on. The change that the podcast went through and the change that we went through. Mm-hmm. And what do you think was the most uh, impactful uh, change that you went through on the podcast? I think to, yeah, from like making it more of an act in the beginning and being super nervous on the first ones mm-hmm. and like acting more like something to like really be myself mm-hmm. and opening up more and more and sharing stuff that yeah I wouldn't tell my mother <laughs> partly I think that's uh yeah I think that's pretty much of a um evolution that's how I feel about it so um, yeah I was looking up, it's episode 25, that I'm on the podcast with you. That's where it starts? Mm-hmm. So now it's 25. Now it's our 25th episode together. The way I'm numbering them, this is number 42 or 3 or something. Yeah, but not together. Ah, I was doing... Yeah. That's how we, we should also do that recap. But I was first doing the Amor Muto Discovery. Yeah. And I just... Named all of them the Love Change Podcast. Yeah. So maybe this was season one and we close it off and we start from one again or no? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Could maybe. be an idea. Yeah. Could also just keep counting like Joe Rogan does. I think that's pretty cool. It's cool to see at some point 385 or something. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's like where you can really reflect and be like. Triple digits. Damn it. Triple digits. So good. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So from episode 25, you joined? No, no. Um, the last 25 episodes I was on. Ah, so from End episode 15 or something, you joined? Yeah. <laughs> the mathematics was really difficult right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So end of June was the first one that I joined. Okay. I was looking at it, I think, yesterday for a, a bit. And what I was, was it like, about the first one you joined? Heartbreak. Heartbreak ah, Hotel. Yeah, yeah, Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty popular episode. Yeah, absolutely. Also a nice topic to talk about. But yeah, I think I could see a lot of change. How about you? How do you feel to go through the change of doing it by yourself first and then doing it together? And yeah, how do you feel about the process mm. you're going through? I had to deal with uh, people telling me that I should leave the podcast and uh, leave it to be your podcast. So that was a bit... Uh, Such mean comment. Harsh, harsh. Of course. Uh, Who would dare to say that? My sister, first and foremost. 
But uh, I couldn't do that. No, I think uh, I'm happy that recently you decided to really look at yourself as the co-host. Before you were like a bit shy of calling yourself that, you know, mm-hmm. also feeling the responsibility. I feel like you're more uh, engaged in it. Uh, I I was in the beginning putting a lot of effort in sharing the podcast online, mm-hmm. and I've done less of that. It's one of my uh, New Year's resolutions to really systematize that, but also ask you to help with that because yeah. I feel like. I was doing it all by myself. Yeah. Um, I think we have certain shared responsibilities, but yeah, definitely. I think with people, when two people promote it, it just gets a different. Uh, yeah, range. I think. Uh, like I expect more than a like from you if you're the co-host. You need to do hey. share it. Yeah, that, that's hey. wonderful. <laughs> Get out of here. I shared it plenty times. Get out of you. <laughs> Um, I think the the topics changed. I really was doing it like first I was doing the discovery. Mm-hmm. It was way more me sharing insights and tricks and really uh, topics that was very change related. But as we yeah. were with two people, the format changed into us asking questions to each other and uh, the topics also changed towards what was going on between us sometimes yeah um i don't know if that's better or not or if that's being truthful to the podcast um i think it was definitely an interesting experience but I think for me, if I would say this year was all about experimenting mm-hmm. and uh, just going live and recording it and prepping with the questions, uh, I think it deserves some more uh, brain power and brainstorming to really make it a valuable podcast to listen to. Like the concept is there, but the execution deserves some more work. And- Not per se working and like we're not doing enough, but like really, like if we're standing for love change, then that is also where the each episode should represent that to the fullest, you know. Uh, no, I don't know. Opinions can differ. Uh, no, it was not. I'm agreeing on that. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Change-wise, me personally, uh, I hope I smile more. That was uh, one of the (laughs) Maybe you want to share that. (laughs) Stickers on my keyboard when presenting. I definitely smile more than when I was doing it by myself. Yeah. Super angry face on the computer. This is my keyboard. It says... It says smile here for the the Instagrammables. Yeah. And um, just a little reminder. (laughs) I think I think I've I've had plenty of fun doing it. We've also had uh, 
episodes that we didn't feel like it or we were like uh, uh, not vibing together and then you drag your ass here and still do it i did feel guilty for the episodes that we skipped when we were on holiday or we didn't have internet i think in mm -hmm. spain we skipped i took at least one i don't know was it two weeks it was two episodes yeah but it was the only ones we skipped, eh? Colombia we did. It was really just Spain because our internet was really shit. It was shit. It was also just nice so. to chill, but I don't know. So uh, also YouTube algorithm picked us up at some point. So we were getting yeah. 100 plus views per episode. And then we didn't do one week episode and then the algorithm... <laughs> ditched us again yeah so you gotta be real loyal to youtube yeah. you're, you're living you learn. learn i think for me yeah i think i've seen a lot of change in how i like it is a topic it is a concept and then how you approach it every time is, is challenging i think when i was doing it by myself alone after 15 episodes I was feeling a bit desperate to bring the energy just mm -hmm. by myself yeah but I think it's that's what we've been discussing is like looking at the screen and talking to a screen is a whole different experience than looking at the human being and I having think, a dialogue no I think it took a while before we had this camera up and running so I was really talking into my laptop also but I don't know if that makes it nice I think talking but to then a human this this is like I can imagine myself just uh, putting a little mask on this camera, having a little face. <laughs> you gotta do something. Yeah. You gotta do something. But uh, definitely just having a conversation partner is easier. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't even remember how I was doing it at the beginning by myself. I think I used to prep it by like having yeah, a couple of bullet points yeah and a storyline mm -hmm. because otherwise mm -hmm. you're also just rattling and babbling and mm -hmm. babbling and zabbling <laughs> yeah so i think it is definitely underrated how big of an art it is yeah. like making a good podcast bringing energy um we're doing all the technical stuff ourselves, uh, but that's not per se uh, the, the the biggest hurdle. I think uh, the biggest hurdle is uh, just having a good conversation. And I think that's where we definitely had some friction about being honest and being mm -hmm. open and sincere. You want to share about that? Just kidding. This is this is what I'm talking <laughs> about, people. Yeah, I think I got I got my ass kicked at some point to be more honest and real. Yeah, the thing is, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't know that you were yeah taking shortcuts. You would be skipping parts of the story. The point is, living together for uh, what ten months now doesn't allow to hide in any way so mm -hmm. this man basically knows me in and out so he also <laughs> sees whenever i'm trying to take shortcuts so yeah got my ass kicked and uh, i think i took it pretty much into my heart and really made something out of it 
to open up and be real. And uh, I think I think what I would really um, honor and cherish is that we had plenty of topics that were also pretty discomforting to open up about. And I think this is also really beautiful to then uh, talk about those and be honest, you know, that costs a lot of energy to pull up as well and just mm. be that. But why do you say it costs a lot of energy to open up? Um, because if I talk about something like sadness, it costs me a lot of energy to go to places that I have been sad. Mm. Or if I talk about all the ways um, to avoid burnout, then I need to think about that. And that costs me energy. You disagree on that? Or what makes you ask back? I think like what I'm realizing more and more, and it's what the whole Rainbow Project was about from the beginning also, is that not speaking about certain emotions because that's the other option yeah. then that you present it as shiny and and like perfect while it's not and i think uh, suffocating or ignoring or pressing down those emotions cause more energy than just releasing them so i do kind of disagree on like yeah, talking about sadness Costs energy, I think. Really I weird. agree. In the moment, talking about it rather suppressing is a better mm. um, outlet. But talking about it in retrospect might cost more energy. I'm gonna stay mm. with that. It cost. It costed me energy. Many of them to think back how I felt when I had my burnout, etc., etc. So. But it's not something bad. I really, I appreciate it. And I think it's good to also put yourself into those places and think about with your mind today, how you felt back then and what you shared or didn't share and what you're sharing today, you know? Yeah, what I noticed a bunch of times is that a lot of times you talk about something in the past from your mind today. Well, actually, the, the um, I think the value is also acknowledging all the knowledge you didn't have back then, you know? Kind of trying to compare both. Mm. I don't know. That's at least my, uh, what I tell myself to do, so, mm. you know. Yeah, I think the commitment that I made when doing a podcast or before when I was vlogging is just to be very honest and, and not polish anything up or, or present it as a non-issue like really show the naked truth and sometimes it's not pretty you know yeah mm -hmm. in that sense it is actually yeah, also, like if it would be like that, that it costs energy, then every time I step out and tell my story, then I would be drained. Well, actually, that's not the experience I'm having. But people have different experiences. I think there are certain topics where I feel that about them. Yeah, but Period. I, probably there is still something there then that you rather keep it closed, you know? No. <laughs> 
recently we <laughs> discovered we discovered if K is like fully in denial or something. Yeah, of course you're gonna bring that story. Then now. there is some truth there, so this is a yeah. perfect opportunity. What's behind that? No. <laughs> Nah, but uh, what was your favorite topic that we had in the podcast so far? I think um, uh, it's difficult to pick one. Top three. Top three. <laughs> I really liked the heartbreak one. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to talk about that and see those things from back then and reflect today. Um, what else did I have? I love the ones we did in Colombia, even though the quality was maybe not amazing, but how to create the life uh, you desire. That one was also pretty good. The topic. Yeah, it's really creating just like, the life of your dreams. Yeah, think out of a place of abundance and just like, yeah, build what you have in mind. I think this one was beautiful. Other than that, I think this whole package of uh, expectation perfection this whole thing for me was really tough to talk about because it's like i was living a life out of a place of perfection mm. and uh, living up to other people's expectations which i changed a lot i think yeah they were probably the most challenging because i really changed in those places the most you know and what's challenging about it then Mm, yet to really look back how I was um, bending myself into something that I wasn't mm -hmm. trying to um, belong while actually there was not a place that I wanted to belong okay yeah and those doing that is challenging for you because because I spent many years trying to belong yeah yeah, and mm -hmm. I'm like, why bother? Mm. I really, you know, so uh, yeah, it's a huge shift in my mindset, and uh, I think that's pretty interesting. Mm. What is bothering you? <laughs> no, I find it difficult to understand. So, what you've changed, still, you're an expert in. Uh, bending yourself in a bunch of ways that you don't want to be bent. Yeah, but that also came with a huge package of unhappiness. Like, I couldn't back then, like, grasp what the happiness, unhappiness was about. Mm. But it was because I was trying to bend into shape. And that is something that is just difficult to understand from my perspective today. Because I'm just like, why was I doing that for so many years, you know? So you don't understand yourself? And that's I why do it's... understand. I'm just like, why didn't I step out of it earlier? Yeah, because you were having a great time. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think every time... I think there's a lot of judgment time. there. No, I disagree. I think every I think my acceptance towards that is everything has its time in life and that's good. So that's how I see it. But still I just like spent so much time in those places. Mm. That's like I'd rather not talk about it then. Hmm? And you would rather not talk about it. No. It's challenging to talk it's about it. It's challenging to talk about it. Well that's what you signed up for. I know. Yeah. How about you?
Your top three. My top three episodes. My memory is failing me. <laughs> First of all, I, I think uh, the, the recent one, Conflict, mm. I think that was a very good one. Mm. Maybe even deserves a sequel. What is a sequel? Like a continuation, just mm. going back to the topic. Mm -hmm. I think... Uh, the on, the, on the scale of discomfort, definitely. <laughs> At one of the highest. I, I think, yeah, I think honestly, if you can point to which topics were the most uncomfortable, <laughs> we should all do a sequel because you've been uh, censoring what you really want to say in those episodes. That's not true. Yeah, I think it is. Like, if you would really... Don't generalize it. You can say it in some parts of the podcast, yeah, but not All the general stuff. No. <laughs> Again, over new. No, I think as a producer, you should be critical of what you're doing. A lot of times we can say, okay, I applaud the effort. Yeah. But if you look at it critically, if you would, like, hire somebody... For the job, you're like, you can do better. I didn't say I couldn't. I so said to generalize and say that the whole thing I wasn't honest is not okay to say. On a scale of 0 to 100. What is 0? What is 100? 0 is complete dishonest and 100 is like as honest. Maybe a 30. So we can do better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not questioning that. No, but you're, you're, you're like... Don't generalize. But if it's a 30, then it deserves at least a 60 or 70, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I think uh, the episode that was about uh, uh, moving in together. I think we had an episode like living together, moving in together. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah that was a fun episode. Uh-huh. I also got a lot of interesting feedback on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, otherwise... Yeah, I think... Definitely... Um, I think the ones about diet... Mm -hmm. was, was, a, was a good one. Yeah, it's true. I feel like... That one is valuable also mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I think we still have a lot of unfulfilled potential in how we truly show up as hosts talking about the difficulties of change. Yeah. Like I... Uh, I've gone through a lot of change and none of it was easy. Mm. So when I talk about change, I also uh, don't sell it as an easy thing, but it is something you can get good at. Mm. Just like, I don't know, shooting a bow and arrow, it's not easy. You can practice it and mm. you can get good at it, okay. you know? And yeah. uh, that's why I think it's important to be really open about what was hard about it because if somebody is in the same situation 
then they feel understood. Otherwise, you'll be like, I was where you were at, and I just did it. Look at me, I'm shiny now. And yeah, then it's exactly you, not what we want. No, and the moments that I felt like that happened, I really got like a feeling of uh, like, uh, uh, it's high treason. It's like not being uh, aligned with what we're doing. This. What treason? Huh? What treason? Treason. Like you're betraying the ah. the the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I get I, you. Yeah, that's how I feel about Point it. taken. Yeah, because otherwise we're just gonna talk about how cool we are. I don't I don't need that. I don't need to spend mm-hmm. the night on the, there's no value in it for me personally. Like the reason why I do this is also it's an exercise in, in uh expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and giving people this process and all the pain that it has mm. walking it. Like, no, it's not easy. Yeah, it's painful. It's proof that other shit, people, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that other people also go through that. Kind but of also stuff. to be able to relate, to be like, if you are in that situation, mm. you'll be like, okay, someone understands me. Like, Which one was it that you were talking about? Your grandfather comforting you, rubbing your back and so? That was also a nice episode. Wasn't it a sadness one? Yeah, that was a sadness one. I think it was one. a sadness one, oh, no. yeah. No, I think those ones are nice. Yeah. I think we need to do one about disappointment. Mm. I think disappointment is also an interesting one. No. Expectations. Expectations we had before. Yeah, right? Yeah. But we might also deserve a follow-up. It was very in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> One of the skimpy ones. No. What did you uh, learn about yourself doing this? <laughs> I think, honestly... I discovered a whole different K along the way. Because really like admitting to myself how the process is and talking about the whole process and being honest about it is something that I have never acknowledged before. I would also internally. Yeah, I would really come from the end result place. What does that mean? Yeah, to just share the end result. Be like, hey, jolly, happy, perfect, here we go. I went through a shithole, but here I am, shiny. And uh, yeah, really talking the whole along the way of change and the process of change is something where I really discovered a different person. What's the difference? Yeah, someone who is really, um, I almost would say more of a human, like more real, more authentic. And someone that I really like to be. And I think there is a lot of experience in all those years of the path that I walked and how I changed it the last years, etc., etc. It's a lot of bravery and boldness in it. And it's really powerful to share this process it really deserves it you know makes also me reflect and see that some steps were really really bold and i have taken them from a place of uh, 
deepest knowledge and intuition and was just like yeah like i don't know recently when i saw my, ther my therapist and she said all the people um during the process of burnout were sitting here and were like what am i going to do with my life how am i going to get back to earn my money etc etc and i apparently have been sitting there all the time just saying how can i connect to my intuition that's mm -hmm. all i was caring about it was not even so clear to me but that was really, yeah, that was something really powerful. So that's my. Yeah, learning from yourself. Yeah. Mm. And you? Me? Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, that would help as a host <laughs> that you phrase the question. What did you learn about yourself? Uh, that I value uh, uh, the honesty. I think that I wouldn't, I think, nah, but that does align. But I didn't expect myself to hold you so accountable for when I felt like you were bullshitting people or me. What do you mean? I thought I would just see it through the fingers and be like, yeah, that's your choice. But I ah, really, but you like really put it the yeah, like foot down. Yeah, I was like, I cannot yeah. have this. I will yeah. not have this. <laughs> Didn't know that about myself. An applause for that man. No, this. I don't know if it deserves an applause. I do. I think it honestly, does say something about integrity of what you're doing. I will not say, hey, I'm making this podcast about change and how uh, how it really is, and then accept. That's what I mean. Yeah. The applause was truly honest, really. Mm. Yeah. For the rest, what I learned about myself also, yeah, that I'm pretty able to address difficult topics and <clears throat> share authentically, <clears throat> share honestly. I think biggest struggle I still might have is really expressing emotions feel like I, I'm able to verbalize things and talk about it but I will not drop a tear here if I'm thinking about super sad something or even I think I still it's like I am observing my emotions and mm -hmm. like a scientist reporting them that is so accurate yeah that is so accurate so it's not per se uh, being in the tornado and saying, oh, I see the fences flying off the roof. I'm like looking at the person in the tornado, seeing what he's going through. Yeah. So that's definitely something I still I aspire the, to do. The disconnect makes it makes you able to describe it so accurate not sitting in it you know like sometimes i get really amazed how accurate you can describe that state mm. and i just start crying for example you know mm. you have like really an amazing talent of really describing it but you're not sitting in it i think that makes me well, i don't know if you can describe it without sitting in it so that's that's the part of it that I'm like, yeah, you cannot just say how somebody's feeling by looking at them, you know. 
Yeah, but you know yourself, so you're not looking at someone that you don't know. Like you look inside, outside, up and down, left and right. I think I don't. I don't allow myself to get dragged along in the emotions. Just keep a bird's eye view at all times. Why? I think it's definitely uh, something that I've developed over the years to uh, survive and thrive even. So, so like, I feel like when I was talking about leadership with Marco, I think it gets put to the test when there is a crisis. If in a crisis you uh, are not able to <laughs> observe what is going on with yourself, you're just like overwhelmed with what is going on with yourself, mm-hmm. then you will not... Yeah, you will struggle with, with showing up as a good leader. Um, I think the true skill is in being able to zoom in and out. So jumping in yourself and then taking a deep breath, zooming out. So I'm I am practicing in really sitting in myself. And I'm 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 making baby steps progress. It's compounding. Um uh, but sorry, I interrupted you. What did you want to say? I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but it feels like there's a lot of control in it. Like if you say, "If I'm a good, I'm a good leader," if I'm not sitting in it. No, I don't think you're not a good leader if you're not if you're sitting in it. Yeah, but like definitely the controlling. Definitely, part. I I think like yeah, it is a search for control. That's where it comes from. It's not like something that I'm looking for right now. It's definitely where it was created. Mm. It's it's uh, if oh, you're so. a baby and you're crying and nobody picks you up, at some point you stop crying because it's not giving the result that you're expecting from it. You know. Yeah, but what does that? How does that sit? What do you mean? How does it sit? In the Connection. And the connection is like I have not experienced the uh, normal results of sitting in your emotion. So if you're upset, you cry, and then somebody comforts you. Okay. But if if that doesn't happen, or if the crying gets punished, even so, it's associated with a bad response. Yeah. Then you're like, hey, I'm gonna skip that part because I don't want to ask whooping. Yeah, but then you kind of like, you um, repeat a pattern that you experience rather than trying to develop a new one, no? I think I am trying to develop a new one. Okay. But like, just, uh, yeah, I don't know, it feels a bit controlling. I'm coming from a place of like, this is how I experience it. So if I put myself into the emotion, then uh, the danger is on and it is that I might experience the same but at the same time there is the option to experience something else but when you sit outside and you just observe it I don't know if the experience is equal you know what I mean I think I I experience it I'm just not able to express it okay Okay. otherwise if I wasn't experiencing it i wouldn't be able to describe it either yeah but something is delayed whatever it is definitely a lot of it um, is like 
like there is no conscious choice of me observing it. I start with observing what I'm experiencing instead of expressing my emotions and then observing it. Yeah, the synchronicity is kind of missing some sense. I don't know if, if it's the right word for it, but yeah. um, it's definitely something that I did not uh, create from a conscious place. It was a subconscious process. That's why it's also such a long process of uh, trying to change it mm -hmm. because it is my modus operandi. Yeah. Like even acknowledging to myself, hey, this and this hurt, that and that was unpleasant. Mm -hmm. Now shrug it off, okay, that happened and that is unpleasant. Mm -hmm. But what that did to me or how I felt with it, mm -hmm. to really sit in that. I think I had it recently when I really got pissed off. That was the first time I was really able to express being pissed off and then I was like pissed off for a day and a half. When? I don't remember what it was about. It was here at the table. That was that guy. Really. Oh yeah, I got like really pissed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like no. that part, like really yeah, pissed. Yeah, I don't get pissed off. Like usually I would not express that. Mm. I would maybe observe my anger and be like, hey, I don't want to deal with this person right now. Mm. Instead of telling you, hey, you're really pissing me off right now. Mm. So yeah. those are moments that I succeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's difficult to celebrate them, but I'm going to try you should my applaud best. applaud that. <laughs> Buy me flowers, babe. You told me to shut the fuck up. I love you. Yeah, that's what you get. You love change, that's what you get. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that one time. Yeah, I get it. It's amazing. Yeah. I still feel there's a disconnect. I don't know. I think it's worth uh, for the exploration of that. This definitely is why the Rainbow Project exists. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I think if you like my theory, my opinion is if you are so, if you're able to so accurately describe, mm -hmm. then you're not really feeling it, you know? Because when you feel it, you might also kind of, I don't know, like get into it. And yeah, like that one situation where you got really mad. I was there also pretty able to describe it. No, you got mad in first place. Okay. Yeah. No. But you got mad first and then you started describing. But in first place it was like, ah, boom. Yeah, so that was a different sequence, I would say, you know? Yeah, the, the, the yeah. order of things is definitely Yeah. Uh, what is skewed a bit yeah that's how i best describe it yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah what else i think we should definitely drop a thank you to all the listeners viewers people who tune in live check it out on instagram or facebook yeah. or youtube or are subscribed to the spot podcast it's podcast <laughs> drop us all those amazing messages and yeah. interact send us uh, ideas for topics i think that was the biggest uh, that's really amazing value of uh, doing what we've done this year yeah seeing the engagement hearing people uh, 
liking it or having yeah. suggestions. Yeah, also like really engaging in the um, discussion of things. Yeah. Picking up topics and being like, wow, that strike accord in me and I'm dealing with this. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, we're so happy about of every that. one of you. More of that. Of you, yeah, <laughs> each and every one of you. Yeah. Big thank you. We know most of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some of them are, are quiet, sneaky listeners. My cousin. <laughs> That's my favorite story. Though, he really. knows every episode. He knows like it. literally every story in every episode. <laughs> yeah. He deserves the, the, the loyal fan uh, <laughs> award. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, one story that came to my mind today, I wanted to share it because it was such a funny story. On the first one I did with you, we spoke about heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know what the question was like anymore, but I remember when you said at some point I was getting so good at heartbreaks, I would see the, the toilet lady in the central station. I and I was just fall in love with her. And it was just, it was such a beautiful, heartwarming story. I still miss her. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, I don't know, it was such a beautiful way to, that's such a funny way I to I went say back it. there, yeah, I told you, right? No, you did not. I still go back there. <laughs> She's still working there. <laughs> no, or at least I'm showing up at the wrong time. Damn it. Yeah, Lost chances, missed opportunities. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you should be grateful <laughs> that's it. if I would have found her first. Yeah, absolutely. Free toilet. <laughs> Free toilet access. Damn it. You want Damn it. No, I think yeah. that is also part of this podcast is to admit the goofy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the, the, the weird, the, the particular <laughs> parts about us. Like, yeah. I am far from uh, the belief that I want to be uh, normal. I've never tried to be normal and the more I step into uh, being myself, I see how many people have that desire. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about being shame free and, and like no taboos, uh, that's I think what makes this uh, podcast to listen to that you're like, yeah. Nothing is off limits and I'm not concerned about the consequences. Like you said, stuff I wouldn't tell my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically yeah. stuff you would write in your diary, like your deep, dark secrets. Exactly, and close the diary afterwards. Burn the house. <laughs> not just the diary. The old neighborhood knows too much. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I think I welcome that in my life. I welcome that in myself as a speaker, as a coach, and my clients mm. to be uh, yeah, radically honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And of course, yeah, doing that in front of a camera uh, can feel strange. I don't know if that was the part of it that was making it harder for you. I think in the beginning, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's normal that it's difficult. I think if you would have these conversations without a camera with somebody still there, are, yeah. they are hard things to acknowledge, admit, vocalize, like you might think it, but 
to voice it is another level of uh, yeah uh, threshold to step yeah, it's over another barrier mm-hmm, absolutely yeah but I think what I also like um, when we talk we also have plenty humor in it and all the things that we slipped and went just completely wrong we also like have the ability to you know make fun of ourselves the wash dick episode <laughs> I think that's the, best, the best favorite <laughs> yeah but I just if you didn't catch that one it was a golden goose egg what is it one of those surprises golden egg I yeah golden, <laughs> hidden golden egg in the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah we're humans it's not perfect it's, yeah. it's about leaning into those discomforts normalizing that yeah but also just really share those parts you know and sharing that you've been making a fool of yourself you slipped you tripped you did whatever like that is part of it as well to like experience the full spectrum of being a human mm. you know you can like make it look as everything was perfect or you can just be like yeah that was really crap but i can laugh about it it's funny mm. and yeah, makes it relatable this is, yeah this is something that i really cherish about what we are doing too yeah thank you thank you for joining thank you for making it easier with the two of us Thank you for cutting all the snippies, selecting them. The snippy guy. The snippy girl. <laughs> and uh, yeah. on to another season of Love Change. Yeah. Any uh, thoughts to summarize this episode? Yeah, I think the most beautiful sentence uh, today for me was like, uh, it's never easy, but you can get good at change. The more you do it, the better you get. I think this is really such a powerful thing. So much truth in it. That you just roll away. <laughs> That's how we <laughs> fade to black. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, that was really my favorite. Uh, there's so much, there's so much depth in it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 what I do. It's what I like. It's what I love. It's uh, a program starting yeah. beginning of January. Uh, it's where I have tools for, and it's it's really a practice. I think if I look at you, how you've changed throughout this year's beside the podcast. It's the most difficult word of the night. What? Yeah, you've gone through a lot of change. Yeah. And yeah. 100% a lot of it was not easy. And you were saying a lot of times, it's not easy or it's a lot. And no. I know I've gone through a shit ton of change and none of it was easy. So... I don't step into that ring with like, oh, this is going to be a comfortable, let me grab my popcorn. No, you got to bring your gloves and be ready to sweat and, and, and taste some dirt and yeah. spit it out and, and get back again. And I think even the two of us moving together was also a lot changed that we went through. Super. Corona, everything. So, Super. Yeah. How about you? What was your... Uh, for this episode, yeah, summarizing... Uh, stayed with you. I think I have to go uh, be by myself thinking about the toilet lady somewhere. <laughs> some stayed mostly with Amazing. me. Amazing. <laughs> nah, I think uh, I'm happy with uh, closing off the first season. Uh, or, I don't know, episode 43. I don't know, I want to count. I don't care. The first year. First year. I first year, a lot of way. great progress. Yeah. 
and uh, I, I enjoyed the idea of us brainstorming some more about it mm -hmm. just to, to really look at it as a project and a brand and a, something that has value for people yeah, more of a vision yeah more but like also execution open. strategy like visions yeah. are great but it needs to be executed and I feel like we've gotten the hang of showing up yeah. we've gotten the production pipeline pretty okay but to really execute on a level that the podcast is picked up and and spread out and and uh yeah also uh doing something out there that's valuable you know that's mm. what it's about yeah i don't care much about hearing myself talk it's it's more about reaching people yeah and doing yeah. something for people in need yeah i agree thanks for co-hosting thank you from now on if you have complaints send them to Kay. all to me yeah because she's quality uh, control Absolutely. management if you don't like my hairstyle that's also okay so send that over too no i think it's a good hairstyle but that that's my opinion please give her whatever it is give her the business thank you for tuning in once more yes and we'll see you in the new year thank you so much amor you're welcome <laughs> you're very welcome love change out love change out 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 for tonight <laughs>